thanks, City Hill. I appreciate your flexibility and your, your love and care as we adapt to these new changes in our society. I uh, love the resilience of the human spirit. I was, Italy, you know, is in kind of a shutdown. I saw a quick little video of how they're responding to their times of quarantine in their apartments. great they find ways to keep community even when they're in isolation may god give us creativity as christians to look at how we can reach out to people not just hide away but how we can bridge those gaps reach over the barriers that can so easily keep us separated here you know the so many things are being effective that we haven't even thought of through this current crisis the the President Trump has called it a national emergency. Universities have closed down and gone online. Bethany Global, the students are heading out this week, heading back home. Um, people are washing hands as never before. They're running over to Costco. It's like Christmas time, only worse. People are hoarding things. Our world is in a different kind of time. Uh, I know you're supposed to, what are you supposed to sing when you wash your hands, twinkle, twinkle, little star? Happy birthday. Let's find something better to sing. Like, uh, I think if you sang something like, on Christ the solid rock I stand, sing it slowly, take about 20 seconds, and every time you wash your hands, we're, remind yourself that our confidence and our faith is in Jesus Christ. And I would challenge you to look and say how do you love your neighbors i mean when i speak of that i speak literally your neighbors those on the block when you drive by their homes and never think about them because your mind is somewhere else stop and think about them think about who you can give a call make sure they have supplies make sure they're doing okay reach out to neighbors who may be isolated these are tremendous open doors that may not be open two months from now but God gives us the opportunity to reach out to people in the love of Christ. Be prudent and wise in how you are handling your life. I think it's good here we're trying to be wise. We're every, after every service, we're disinfecting the church. we got somebody coming through, trying to make this as safe a place as possible to worship the Lord. And then, like was said earlier, we're going to reject fear. We'll work with wisdom. We'll work with guidance from the authorities but we're not going to walk in fear. When you find that fear shaking, when you find yourself starting to respond in fear, just stop. Just remind yourself that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and power and a sound mind, that we can trust our lives to him. And lastly, I'd say be ready to give an answer. Remember that sermon, be ready to give an answer. When somebody says, you know, everybody's freaking out. Why aren't you freaking out? Don't go, well, you know, it's going to be okay. We can do better than that. Why aren't you freaking out? I think we could say something like, I mean, God will show you what to say, but something like, you know, do you really want to know? Give them a shot. You know, put a little hook out there, and they go, well, yeah. I'd say, well, I'll tell you, I'm, this world is not all there is. And that as a follower of Jesus Christ, I really have a tremendous peace because I know that if I were to die by this virus or any other thing 
that I have a life with Christ. And that gives me a tremendous peace knowing that this world is real. This life is not the end of all things. Something like that, they may go, you weren't ready for that answer. But you have a chance in a respectful and gentle way to share your faith that you might not have further down the road. So, Father, I pray that you would make us your lights, make us salt in this earth. God, open our eyes. Thank you, Lord, that we don't live by the rules of this world, but we live by the rules of your word and by your spirit, God. Speak through us. Speak to us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. God has a call upon your life. You say, well, Steve and Barb, they have a call. Yeah, they do. I repeat, God has a call on your life. Romans 1, 6, it says, you are, you are the called of Jesus Christ. That wasn't just speaking to missionaries. It wasn't talking to those going to far lands. You are the called of Christ. Just tell somebody, if you've got to shout to them a little bit across the church, you just say, God has a call on your life. God has a call on your life. You know, a lot of people say, well, I don't really know what it is. I mean, you talk about hearing God, but how am I supposed to know? I hear people say, you know, I'm not sure I'm in the right job. I'm not sure I'm living in the right home. I'm not sure I'm in the right situation. I just don't know, and I pray, and I don't really know. And there's confusion thinking that the call is simply being in the right job or being in the right place. I want to talk about three calls of God upon your life this morning. Number one, God calls you to salvation. 1 Peter 2, 9. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. God has called you out of darkness into his light. That's salvation. We walk in darkness as we don't, when we don't know God, when we don't know Christ. And the first call of God that everybody has, that's your part of everybody, right? God calls you to salvation. You may say, well, how do I know that God's calling me? Because John 6, 44, Jesus says, no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. So we realize that we don't have the ability. You and I can't go, I'm going to earn salvation. I'm going to get saved all by myself. It doesn't work that way. The only way you can come to Christ is if Jesus or if the Father is calling you. But here's the good news. 2 Peter 3.9 says that God calls all. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Everyone. Say everyone. everyone. I believe that you can only come to God, you can only come to Christ when God calls you, but praise the Lord, he's calling you. And if you ever wonder, well, does God want me to be saved? I believe it's the will of God that all would be saved. And that God's heart, even in this time of, maybe especially in this time of unrest, that he's calling people to salvation. So the first call that God calls us to be saved. The second call is that Jesus calls you to himself. 
Isn't that beautiful? He doesn't just want you to get saved, check off the box. But Jesus calls you to himself. In Mark 3, 14, Jesus was appointing the 12 disciples. He was calling his discipleship team. And I love what it says here. They, it says, so that they might be with him and he might send them out to preach. Jesus wanted some friends. He wanted a group of men to be with him. It's like, I know they were discipled by being with him, and that was important, but I think it was more than that. I think Jesus just said, hey, I don't want to do this alone. We were talking about doing this in teamwork, and God's going, I need to invest my life in others, and I want some buddies. I want some people to go with me. You know, I, I love to golf. But I can't ever remember going golfing by myself. I like to fish. I don't think I've ever gone fishing by myself. It just it seemed wrong. The whole purpose of these things is go do something with some guys because it's good to be with other people. And Jesus calls us to be with him. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come to me, says Jesus, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. So Jesus is saying, come to me, and I'm going to, being with me is going to make a difference in your life. And you know, really, folks, that's one of the key differences our walk in Christ is about. It's not just checking off the boxes, being good, doing the rules. Those are good things, but it's about knowing Christ. And that, to me, makes Christianity exciting. You know, this whole week we've been saying, God, show us what to do with this church. How do we lead? Do we close the church? Do we keep it open? Do we set our chairs apart? Do we disinfect? You know, God, lead us. And as best as we know, we're obeying God for this Sunday. Are we right? Well, we're right to seek God. And we're right to pray. And we're right to do it in a group, we have a group of elders and pastors and we try to talk together and pray together and get a sense of the Lord together and there's comfort and there's wisdom in having other people in the mix. But the joy and the excitement is we get to do this with Christ and he leads and guides us. We speak a lot in this church about my sheep hear my voice, hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit, letting it guide you. Well, folks, if it's a good time to be guided by the Holy Spirit, it's now. Lord, guide us, show us, speak to us. I, you know, just today I was driving to church and the Lord put somebody's, a name on my mind. Check in with this person. It's like, really? Yep, okay, so I thought, is that just my thoughts? I don't know, I don't think so. I think the Lord was speaking to me as I was driving down the road, so I'm going to act on that later on today. Just checking in on somebody. The Holy Spirit wants to lead and guide us and Jesus calls us to himself. So hear this point. This is a very important point of the call of God. The first call of God is relational. God calls you to be saved and come to him. The second real aspect then becomes vocational, geographical, what you do. But that first call, it needs to be in order. People say, well, I don't know what God's calling me to. Say, God's calling you to himself. It's not just obeying God. If you're trying to obey God and do his work, but you're not walking in relationship with him, you're going to have problems. I've seen it on the mission field. I've seen people who are trying to do the work of God, but they aren't walking well with the Lord, 
and it never turns out well. Your heart gets, things happen in your life if you're trying to serve him without the relationship with him. So God calls us to salvation. God calls us to himself, to relationship with Christ. And then thirdly, Jesus calls us to a task. We see in that verse earlier, he called the disciples to be with him and, so they had, and that he could send them out to preach. There was a task that he had for those disciples. So you have to ask yourself, what is that job that God's given you? What is the task that God has called you to do at this stage of your life? And hear that comment, this stage of your life. Because it changes. Anybody who's lived a little bit realizes it's not just like this is your call forever. God has a way of changing the plans and the tasks that he gives us to do. You know, for me, I, I studied business in school and then went to seminary and then ended up working in a church and then God called me to a ship and then to the Dominican Republic and now the city hill. It's like, well, which one was right? Well, there's different seasons in life. And it keeps moving, and sometimes it moves as surprises. Sometimes you think you're going to be this way for the next 30 years, and whoop, God has a turn for different reasons in your life. And those aren't always bad. Sometimes those are simply being led by the Spirit. So I ask you, what is the task that God has given for you? This morning, what I really want to nail home is that God has called us to disciple the nations. In Matthew, it speaks of go and make disciples of all nations. Now, when we say that, I always thought, growing up in the church, that meant go and make disciples in every nation. Get people saved everywhere and have them come and become disciples of Christ, and that's a good thing. But that's not really what it says. Scripture is speaking, go and make disciples of all nations. Jesus wants to disciple the nations of the world. You say, well, okay, how do you disciple a nation? What does that look like? Well, just to boil it down, I think there's some different aspects of our society where God wants to penetrate these aspects or these spheres of society. And as we see them discipled, as we see the Spirit of Christ move into these areas, we see the nation becoming discipled. We want to have this uh, commissioning service where the service is very different this morning, just even how we're seated and, and we're not seeing all the kids here for Sunday school. It's a different kind of a service. And part of that today is we want to commission you. I want to say that again. Our heart is in these last moments together, we want to commission you. So I want to start by commissioning those who work in the religious area in full-time Christian work, in the church, in missions, those who would say, my full-time work is in Christian service. And I'd like you to stand up now if that's your area of service. And we're going to pray for you. We're going to just move through and pray and commission us into the world today. So if that's an area, you may end up standing a couple different times for a couple different things. Praise the Lord. I want to pray for you this morning, commission you into the area that God has called you to. So, Jay, come on up. Jay, lead us in a prayer this morning for these people, and then I will pray a commissioning over them in Jesus' name. 
Father, we pray for everyone in this church body who is in full-time ministry of some kind. We pray for perseverance for them. We pray for patience. Dear Jesus. And we pray for the power of the Holy Spirit to be on them, equipping them to do every good work. So in the name of Jesus Christ, I commission you this morning to go fulfill your call to preach the gospel both here and around the world in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Let's hear for him. Another area of our world that's incredibly important is our families. There are those that are called to serve and raise up families. Some who are full-time in that in their homes. Other people may be in family counseling. Their ministry and their call of God at this season of life is to invest in their families. And if that's your call of God, stand up this morning. I want to pray for you this morning. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Bobby, come on up here. Bobby Wichterman, mother of two beautiful boys. I'm going to pray for you. Yeah, well, thanks much. Let's pray for those who are investing full-time into their families. Dear Jesus, we thank you for these families. We commission these dads and moms today as they go to lead their families and raise up this next generation. We pray, Lord, that we as parents would seek after you and your heart first and foremost. We pray to be filled with your Holy Spirit to receive wisdom and strength and creativity in our parenting. We commission our families, Lord, to be families on mission for you, that we would love our neighbors within our family's sphere of influence, and we would find what particular mission you have for our particular yes, family. Jesus. We pray that no weapon formed against our families would prosper and that you would protect us as parents and protect our beautiful children. May we trust in you, Lord, with all of our hearts as, and as we set out to honor you in our parenting and in our family. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So this morning, I commission you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ back into your families as God's call upon your life. May you love your spouse with a powerful love that comes from the Lord. May you care for your children, pray for them, and train them in the ways of God. May you and your household serve the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's hear for our families. There's the area of education, a powerful tool. You look at any nation that is disciple, it starts with the education of their children. Linda, come on up. Linda Lang, is, is she here? There you go, Linda. Linda has been a teacher for many, many years, an excellent educator. Pray for this area of education, Linda. Lord, we pray for our Christian educators. And if you're in the area of education, please stand up. We want to pray and commission you this morning. To be in your word and prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Lead, lead them by your Holy Thank Spirit you, and equip them to be salt among students, staff, families, and leaders in their spheres of influence. Lord, we pray you would fortify them with your strength to stay well and strong in these challenging days. Give them wisdom to be efficient in planning especially with this new distance learning teaching they'll have, and insights into students' most critical needs. Please anoint them to efficiently stand against the ungodly rules in our education system and help them live righteously as they walk in love, joy, and patience with their students, our children, 
and university students. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So I commission you, educators, teachers, administrators, into your job in the world of education. May the Lord use you to train others in practical skills and teaching people how to think critically, to prepare a generation for the future that God has prepared for each and every one of them. Amen. Let's hear for our educators. <laughs> Natalie, come on up. Natalie is a community leader in North Minneapolis. We understand how much our government is incredibly critical to our lives, to our families. Lead us in prayer for the government, Natalie. Father, I magnify the name of Jesus and declare that he is Lord over this nation and world. Thank you, I Jesus. bring the needs of our government leaders at this federal, state, and local level before you and ask that you bless our nation. Bless those who are in authority over us. Pray for their protection. I pray for their families and loved ones as they support uh, and give their time. I pray for the spirit of wisdom on their behalf. Give them a true servant spirit, one who, who are people of, your, or people of your own heart. Anoint them with the Holy Spirit's power that they may feel your strength in every situation. Let integrity and honesty guide every decision as your word becomes the truth and guide for all decisions. And may they look to you for the last word. Surround them with godly counsel and counselors. Let them not be governed by fear, but with the power, love, and a sound mind. Strengthen their character with full accountability to you and the ones they serve. I pray for them to be unified in righteousness for the sake of the nation. I pray for the salvation of all leaders. May your ways be known in our country and your name be lifted up in the corridors of power and guide our country as we pray into the way of peace, justice, and truth in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And if there's anybody else this morning that's in the area of government stand, do we have anybody else here in the church? Just want to commission, don't know who's out there, just with us in the internet, but Father, we commission those who are in the area of government. Father, raise up more godly leaders. Lord, we commission them in Jesus' name. May God fill them with your, your, your spirit and give them wisdom how to lead us with integrity and godliness in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Praise the Lord. There's the area of media, arts, and entertainment. Anybody serving in that area, that that's your area? It's more a Los Angeles area, but there may be, you got somebody here? We got, come on, stand up, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, just want to pray for you. Father, we thank you that media, arts, and entertainment has such power to influence, such power to affect it and change and direct this generation. Father, I pray for those who are in this area, that, God, you would direct them, that their creativity would be used for you. Lord, they'd know how to walk as Christians in an area that often is not very Christian. And, Jesus, we commission them today to be light in a dark world, to be those who would speak truth and values through the media, arts, and entertainment world. We bless them, Lord, and we thank you for these people. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord couple more. Uh, the area of business. Dan Crawl, come on up. Dan Crawl is the president of JDT, provides bedding supplies to companies and hotels around the world. Dan, lead us in a prayer for those and all those who are in business, which is many of us. Stand up. 
somewhere your life is involved in the business world, in the market, we want to bless you and commission you back into that world in Jesus' name. Lord, I hold up these men and women standing before you. They are ambassadors for you in the business community. I pray for them to work as unto you. I ask for your wisdom in both small and large matters. I pray that being people of integrity and doing what is right is who they are. I ask for your guidance as they make decisions and take responsibility for those decisions. I pray that who they are in the workplace would be a reflection of you, and from that, doors would open and questions would be asked. And in those times and opportunities, your spirit will lead and guide them. I speak your blessing over each of these sons and daughters of Thank yours. You, Jesus. May you be blessed in the name above all names, the name of Jesus. Amen. So, Lord, I want to commission each and every person standing, each and every person who's with us this morning. Father, I commission them back into the world of business. God, may they be lights. May they be those who bring your, your joy, your integrity, your excellence of work into their area. Father, I pray that your creativity would flow through them. May they have creative ideas to resolve problems because of your spirit living within them. We commission them, Lord, as your ambassadors into their area of business in the marketplace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Have a seat. A couple other areas I'm going to just jump together, not out of lack of any importance, but I know there are students that God wants to use on their campuses. I know also the entire medical world is really challenged these days with the situation we're facing as a nation, the possibility of being overwhelmed, not being able to care for people properly is a tremendous challenge. We need people of Christ in these positions. So if you're a student, if you're in the medical world, and let me just add in to make sure we don't miss anybody. If, you, if I've missed you at all, dear Lord, stand up. We want to commission you into the world that God has. Those who are retired or possibly unemployed right now, we want to commission you into the plans and purposes of God. Father, I thank you for the medical personnel who spend their lives caring for others. Dear God, give them wisdom and give them compassion and protect them as they care particularly in this time of great need. Father, we also commission the students, Lord Jesus, those who are on campuses where ideas may be very far from you. Father, we commission them into your purposes, into your plans. God, it's not a mistake they're in this role in life. You've, you've injected them into the world, and Father, we commission them as your servants, as your missionaries into the area that you have called them, God. Give them strength, encourage them, provide, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. You may be seated. Let's all stand. If you're able to stand, please stand. <laughs> I want to commission us as his church into the world this morning. May you go into everyone's world with the love and the light and the power of God. 
May you love your neighbor with the love and the compassion of our Lord Jesus Christ. May you do the job that God has given you to do today as unto the Lord with excellence. And may you impact the world as you faithfully do your job as a gift unto the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. You may be seated. Matt, come on up. As you guys know, this was our Impact Conference weekend. It might have looked a little bit different, but we still want to be furthering his kingdom in everything we do. So just a couple things to wrap up Impact Conference. If you have those cards, there's prayer cards, uh, commit, personal commitment cards, commitments to give. I'm not going to go through them each in detail like we normally would, um, but take a look at them. They're also online for you guys who are online. If you text IMPACT2020, just like registration, to 612-249-8550, you can connect and just commit to pray, to serve, and to give. And also, just speaking of giving, we're not passing out the buckets or anything for offering. You can give in the back. There's a bucket you can just put in on your way out, or you can always do our text to give. Um, so, again, thank you for coming out for Impact, and know that you are sent and you are called. So let's uh, worship together as we are sent out. We're just going to sing our last chorus, Waymaker, before we leave today. So let's stand up and just declare the name of the Lord.